good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a new edition of Thunderdome Metal Reviews. I am Tracy Newport, and with me as always is Mr. Ben Dangerously. How are you doing today, Ben? Man, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Oh, not too bad. Jamming out some fantastic metal and doing my best to keep six foot away from the next person closest to me. <laughs> yep. Be yourself by yourself. Stay away from me. Indeed, That's indeed. Saying. Indeed. So, um, this week we are coming at you with, if you listen to our top 10 albums ever special we did about a month ago. Feels like a month ago. Yeah, about a month ago. We are, I dropped this album in here and that it is, I think it came in at my number six. Let me double check that. Uh, came in at number seven with the 2018 release of Rivers of Nihil, where Owls Know My Name. Yep, this is their third full-length studio album. Released on March 16th of 2018 on Metal Blade Records. The band is Adam Biggs on bass and vocals, Brody Utley on guitars, electric and acoustic, keyboards, and he did some of the programming. Jake Diefenbach on vocals. Jonathan Topor on guitars and Jared Klein on drums and vocals. So with me ranking at number seven, my uh, thoughts on it are kind of known. So really, this is an album for you, Ben. That, uh, I think this is your first time ever hearing it. It was. Um, there's a couple other musicians I should mention before I get into that. Zach Strauss played saxophone on... Oh, effectively half of the tracks. Um, <laughs> Grant McFarlane played cello on three of the tracks. Sean Carter played trumpet. Justin McKinney came in and played a, a guitar lead. And then we had Sarah Thomas and Andy Thomas for backing vocals on a few different tracks. So, yeah, so, man. What were your thoughts on it, my friend? Well, this is definitely a Tracy album. <laughs> it is definitely a Tracy album, by and large a Tracy album. Um, I thought the musicianship was quite good. This is another one of those, this is a concept album that's not really a concept album kind of deals, uh, which, you know, I can kind of take or leave. Either it is a concept album or it's not. Quit with this pseudo-concept album bullshit. Uh, but I did think that this was... Very well done. I liked the incorporation of the saxophone, even though I, I don't know that it fit as much as they used it. Um, they may have overused that card a bit, in my opinion. But I really liked the lyrics. I thought they were well written. The vocals were pretty good. I liked it better when he was kind of doing clean. Um but yeah, I mean, I thought it was solid. Um, as Tracy albums go, this is one of the better ones. So, one of the better ones. So, I'm more with you saying that. I feel like this might be your fair, the best Tracy album we've done. Uh, I'm Maybe. gonna take that. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so, Sludge. I think that was the first real Tracy album. Uh, sludge, sluggage. That might have been. I didn't really. Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, Morris Principium asked, I feel like it's a Tracy album. 
Actually, mm. I didn't really care to consider that one that much of a Tracy album. Just had that dumbass instrumental. <laughs> Emperor Sand. Yeah, no, it's definitely better than the, the Mastodon. Dark Fortress, Micro Romeo, Amorphous. Uh, I think that's the end of the Tracy albums there. Maybe I was actually thinking more of stuff like uh, I fucking never can remember the name of that band. Wheel. No, although that might look fit. Um, it's the one that did Banished Heart. Um, Oceans of Slumber. Oceans of Slumber, yes. Mm, gotcha. So, bitch, you didn't hear him in the same discussion as ever as Nihil, I'm not going to lie. Uh, hmm. But I'll, I'll... Like, I'm, I'm, I was hesitant with this because I knew this was a Tracy I'm going into it, but it was <laughs> my... Uh, Really, it's my number one pick from 2018. When I did the original list, I had Isan Amir above it. And immediately after hitting send on that tweet, I was like, no, it should be. Isan Amir is like number four or five. This one should be number one. Because this is the album from 2018 that I kept going back to a lot. Like, I think I probably, hell, every couple of weeks, just like, oh, time to hear this album again. Well, let's rehear this album. And I think part of the reasons that really drew me to this album is this it does this in my opinion fantastic job of being aggressive while also being soft at parts being melodic while being disjointed at parts like they do this good job of kind of interweaving and bouncing back and forth between this super hard death metal to more progressive style and back that I don't I think like of the bands I listed the only ones who I think might keep up with them is um Mastodon in terms of like I guess you can say precision and changing their sound a little bit and this was the first time I ever heard by these guys so I don't really have anything else to compare it to but it just really kind of connected with me the and when I heard I think the first single I heard from this was either where I always know my name or in silent life. And after hearing that first single, I was like, there's something special about this. Like, I'm definitely going to check this album out when it comes out. Like I was looking forward to it off a single instead of like, okay, what's add to the pile kind of deal. I liked it. What's add to the pile. This was like, I'm looking forward to this album off of this single. So I had high, I was going into it in my first listen through. And after hearing it, I was like, Oh shit, this is fantastic. So to me, the obvious comp is genius. Um, for one thing, both of them are kind of in that technical death metal, but with other elements added in. Uh, I think Rivers of Nihil are much more adventurous in their instrumentation, if for no other reason than having the saxophone than Judas is. But both of them lyrically are about esoteric things and the duality of man. And I think Rivers of Nihil actually writes thinking man's lyrics and that there's something a little bit more to them which i think mastodon is aspiring to i just don't know that i think mastodon gets there your mileage will vary on that of course the harpoon Um, boys yeah the harpoon boys (laughs) who think they're super deep i mean which mastodon's probably deeper than tool and so yeah i'll give them that credit there but again that's not necessarily uber deep either so, yeah, um, so I thought that they, they were successful in all that. I didn't really find it to be aggressive at all. I didn't think that there were what I would consider aggressive anywhere on the album. 
yeah, true. Like, I'm going to, like, I don't think there's anything in it like, you know, like, Walk by Pantera, you know, five minutes alone, nothing aggressive, but, like, they play fast and angry at times, and then they play calm and soothing at times, I think is a better way to say it. Like, and the weirds quite don't mix with the aggressive aspect of it, because today was the first time I actually sat down and was like, all right, I'm going to listen to this album and read the weirds as it goes across. And apparently it tells the story, continuing from one of their earlier albums, of, like, humanity has died, and one man is left alone in the world, just kind of living through eternity by himself. And this is kind of like a man dealing with his own thoughts and emotions and, like, being the last one to see what happens to their race. Yeah. And so it's a very, exis- I don't know, maybe existential, like, mm-hmm. idea of looking at it. And so... No, and I agree, and that, that's why I really like the lyrics. I think lyrically they, again, it's that this is kind of a concept album, but then it's really not a concept album. It is a concept album, just own up to it, and it's a very well done one. And, you know, I like how with Cancer and Moonspeak, there is some lyrically mirror, mirroring, in, which is the opening track, and the closing track, Capricorn and Agoratopia. So I, I just, I enjoyed all that. I didn't, you know... This is, um, there are moments in this where the instrumentation is really, really good, and I did get caught up in it. It wasn't, all the elements didn't come quite together enough for me to be like, this is to awesome, but I really did enjoy it, and I think it's very well done. Again, I think they overused the saxophone a little bit, because the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, but then with each additional rendering of it in the the songs that's kind of like eh here that is again and it lost some of its luster yeah yeah uh yeah i'll agree and i think one of the critically this album was pretty much adored and it made a lot of end of year lists and i think it made even on one last year well on the end of a decade it was in like the top 10 top 15 on it by some major publication and i think for me, or not for me, but on one of the downsides I've heard about it is while this band does everything to do is phenomenal and this album, everything to do is phenomenal. Like the, for the reviewer, it didn't tread new ground in their opinion. I'm like, they took it like, we all love all these aspects of this music. And so we're going to bring them together. And here's our, uh, here's our chili we made. Hope you enjoy it. And it's like, Hey, this is good chili, but it's nothing different than chili I've had over here. I mean, you can kind of say that about a lot of stuff, though, so I don't know that that's necessarily a fair criticism. Yeah. I don't listen to uh, this navel-gaze metal enough, other than when we're doing <laughs> these albums, to to really say whether there was a whole lot of new stuff or not. I mean, I didn't really feel that there was, but it doesn't have to be reinventing the wheel. I mean, it doesn't yeah. have to be this is so bold, nobody's ever done anything like it to be good, and or to be great for that matter. Yeah, like, what just popped in my head in kind of a way is, I think Rivers of Nihil and Wheel both set out to do something similar in their style of writing and like what they liked and had kind of created. And Wheel threw everything in the kitchen sink at it and overdid it. And I feel like Rivers of Nihil showed enough restraint not to because I enjoyed all the saxophone aspects in it, but I don't, I didn't have as much 
but I would agree that there's occasionally like mm, it's maybe a little too much here, but it didn't pull me away from it. The main difference, I I see what you're saying, and I'm, I mostly agree. The, the the difference that I would say is that was Will's first album, if I remember correctly, and this is their third. And the main yes, difference between, between the two for me was. In Will, you had a bunch of guys who were incredibly good musicians at their individual instruments. And I'm not saying Rivers of Night Hill are not. But Will felt the need to show that in every song. But they didn't write the songs in such a way that it still felt like a coherent song. So that is one of the main differences between Will and, say, Dream Theater. Because Dream Theater, they everybody showed up, but it was all in the same song. Mm-hmm. On Rivers of Nihil, I didn't really feel like anybody was just trying to show off their musicianship, although I did think all the machi- all the, the playing was first rate, but the songwriting was much stronger. Okay, yeah. I- I'll take it. I'll take it as a win. <laughs> okay. I'll put it in my W column. So, w. was there anything you disliked besides the saxophone on this album, or...? Not really. I mean, I thought a lot of the the songs are just okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only like three songs that I think are really good. Cancer, yeah. Moonspeak, Where the Owls Know My Name, and Capricorn Agoratopia. I like those three really, really well. A lot of the rest of it, the other seven tracks on the album, are just kind of meh about. Yeah. For me, this album, since I first heard it, has always been a album album like i can't just listen to one song off of here the closest one to that is the song life for me that i'm like just that track sticks out to me and a lot of that's in the intro but as a whole this album to me is significantly better than just each singular track like they just it just flows so well together i think from start to finish as a whole for me that it's definitely been an a recommendation that if you check this album out Start at Cancer Room Speak and just go with it till it finishes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'd do that. <laughs> I don't think I'll listen to the whole album again, but I, I could see me pulling those tracks off and putting on a playlist. Yeah. Well, so with you, uh, so Cancer Moon Speak and Cornucope. Capricorn, Agoratopia, and where I always know my name are your tracks to pull from on there. Uh, It's not that I I think the rest of them are are bad necessarily. I just don't really feel the the need to go back to all of them. The only one that really, for me, uh, track-wise, I've enjoyed all the ass tracks. The only one that, for me, actually sticks out, and it's because it's not as good I think as the others is Terrestria three wither. Like that one, just the instrumental one. Well, I think there's like four words said in it, but like right at the end. So like that one's the one that kind of sticks out to me as like a little less than their others, but it does provide that break in the album to kind of set the tone. But outside of that, for me, I really enjoy all the tracks together with the silent life being the one, I think, with the intro of that, of just the guitars, the da na 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 just the intro into that one really just, I don't know, sets the mood for the rest of the album for me. 
Gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, with my little Beavis and Butthead impression out of the way, uh, <laughs> where would you uh, rate this thing at? Hmm, where would I rate this thing at? I'm going to give it a solid B. Solid B. Mm-hmm. All righty. Yeah, I think it's really good. Um, it's not my particular cup of tea, so it's not in the A range. It, um, with there only being three songs out of ten that I think are in the good to very good range, or, well, the very good range, because I think all of them are good. Um, it's not enough to get a B plus because there's not anything on here that I consider to be a great song. So yeah, a B. Um, I very solid. If you are into this genre and this style, I think that you would like this more than I do. Uh, I would guarantee that you would like this more than I do, but I do think that this is a solid album and one that I would, if I found it, um, at like a UCD place or something, I'd probably pick it up. But it's not yeah. something that I would run out and hunt down to buy. Yeah, I feel like it's almost like if you find the an LP of it, a record, because it'd be larger than the CD copy, it's almost worth the buy just for the album art itself, in my opinion, because that is some fantastic album artwork. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I but, had a record player, I might would buy some records, but I don't have a record player. Yeah, that's that's an expensive hobby just to hang it on your wall, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that it is. So uh, for me, with it being ranked number seven of my top ten all time, it, I'd be remiss if I gave it anything less than an A plus. So A plus. Well, there you go. All right, man. So what are we gonna do next time? Next time we are doing the 2019 release by Spirit Adrift in their with their album Divided by Darkness. Divided by Darkness, Spirit Adrift. Let's see what that is. Well, we thank you all for listening. Um, Tune in when we do that. Give Rivers and I Hill a chance. I think, again, if you are into metal that makes you think or feel the feels, that you'll probably like this a little bit better than I do. Um, I like my metal to think, but I like it to make me think about other things other than existential. (laughs) You like to make it think about burning down the system and overthrowing the man? Right. Not whether I am turning into an owl or some bullshit. (laughs) Not dealing with immortality and having to live by yourself forever. Yeah, well, that's definitely not going to happen, so I'm not worried about it. Yeah, yeah. I feel you, man. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for listening to Thunderdome Metal Reviews.